Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis. Today, we have a really, really special episode for you. It is a session I recorded with a client, so you'll get to hear all that. I just wanted to answer one question. We have gotten a lot of emails saying, Julie, I really want to take one of your courses, but I don't know which one to take first. There is the high vibration, how to get into and hold high vibration e-course. There's the angel communication course, and there's also the angel Reiki school. So how do you know which one's right for you? Friends, I created these courses in a way where you could take the high vibration course first because when you know how to get into and hold high vibration more and more and more throughout your day, that opens you up, right? It it opens up the crown chakra above your head. It helps you open up this pathway between you and the other side to really get in alignment, in flow. That way, when you're working in the angel communication course, or if you decide to do the angel Reiki school, what will happen is then you're open, you're in flow, and communicating with your angels is what the angel communication course is about. The angel communication course is there for you to get to know and identify which angels are on your spirit team, which have been with you for your lifetime and which are just here for a season, right? To help you through a lesson or help you grow. This is really for your own personal communication with your own angels. The Angel Reiki School, on the other hand, is really there for you to do one of two things. A lot of people take the Angel Reiki School to understand their own energy because they're very highly empathic. They're very highly sensitive. They want to understand energy better. They want to understand how to clarify their intuition, to bring through their own messages more. And the Angel Reiki School really helps to do that. So those are people who aren't going to start their own business, but just really want to learn for themselves. There are other people who take the Angel Reiki School because they do want to start a business and they do want to do this work. And what this gives them is an understanding of energy healing and how to develop their own spiritual gifts. And what we do is we have group time together to clarify what your gifts are. So we meet four times throughout the course, and it's for an hour each time as a group. And we go through and we say, okay, these are how your spiritual gifts are developing. These are what your spiritual gifts are. And this is how you can take it and really work it into a business that works for you. Because, friends, not everybody is being called to do this work in the exact same way, okay? And when you really look at your spiritual gifts and your passions and your abilities with energy healing, what you can see is that it comes together in a unique way for you. That is how spirit wants to work with you, through you, to help others in this world. So that's the Angel Reiki School. 
that's really all of the courses. And starting with high vibration, if you're not used to getting into high vibe and staying in high vibe more and more and more throughout your day, that's really where you want to start because it's going to open up this energy between you and the other side that makes taking the other two courses easier for you. Friends, I've had a lot of people reach out about sessions and we are booking into mid-December right now. We really are booked out that far. There are emergency sessions available if you need to get in sooner. And I know a lot of people ask, but Julie, what's an emergency? You know, we have emergencies in all different types of ways. It's not just when somebody passes. But when you're going through an emotional hard time in your life and you need help sooner, right? That's why those are there. So if you need an emergency session, reach out to the office or you can book online theangelmedium.com. Thanks so much, everybody. Now let's hop into the session. So Spirit says like the background information helps people to just kind of process everything after the session is over. And, you know, and I take you through the meditation really to help you tune your energy and to help you open up your crown chakra. Because when you're able to do a short meditation every day or a prayer or allow yourself like that silence and that quietude, that is really the only thing that spirit needs to be able to turn up the volume on our intuition and for us to hear them more clearly. Sure. So um, the background information is this. Everything is energy and all energy vibrates. It vibrates at different levels or different frequencies. And the highest vibration that is, you could say, is God energy. It's really everything everywhere. God is all that is. So if you had a microscope powerful enough to look at the air, you'd find that the smallest piece of everything anywhere is that God energy. The reason that that's important is because it ties to what we are as human beings. The humanness is the body. The beingness is the soul. And what they show me is that our soul energy is that exact same vibrational frequency as God, right? I'm right there with you. So we think of ourselves as like one droplet in the ocean that is God, right? But the way that it works is truly that that droplet is never not part of the whole. That droplet is never separated from the whole. And that's how it works with everything everywhere. Because it's all God energy, Yeah, we're always tapped in. Sure. It's a matter of whether or not our consciousness is on it at one time. And the way that spirit kind of describes this is, you know, your kids aren't right next to you at this moment, but because they're right next to you and your attention isn't on them, does it mean that they're not your kids? No, of course not. Um, So sometimes we're just tapped into that God vibration. Sometimes we're not, but it never means that it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Perfect. So let's do the meditation real quick. I'm going to have you put both your feet on the floor and you can just kind of close your eyes. Mm-hmm. And I want you to start by taking a deep breath in, deep breath out. And I want you to imagine that you've got these large roots coming out of the bottom, the soles of your feet. And those large roots go down deep and wide 
into the ground, just anchoring you to the ground as if you were a tree yourself. And up through those roots comes this yummy, tingly energy that starts to tingle at the tip of your toes. I want you to allow that yummy, tingly energy to just climb up over your feet, around your ankles, up over your calves, your shins, all the way up to your knees. Imagine that yummy, tingly energy at your knees and allow it to climb up the thighs, the hamstrings, all the way up to the sides of your hips. Now feel that yummy, tingly energy at your hips and imagine it coming up to the base of your spine and the base of your stomach. And feel that yummy, tingly energy climbing up the spine and the stomach all the way up until it reaches your heart. You feel this energy as it's surrounding the outside of your heart. And as it's filling the inside of your heart. And as it does, it gently brings your body into a state of ease. Allow that energy to now move up into the shoulders, into the neck, and allow it to fill your entire head, front to back, side to side, top to bottom. Feel this energy moving through the hair follicles on the top of your head so that you're now hearing and feeling this energy above your head, two inches to 10 feet or higher above your head, lifting you upwards. Might feel spacious, might feel expansive, might feel weightless. What is the feeling that you feel above the top of your head? It's sort of like a pulling, like it's pulling me up like a balloon's floating, but it's being that makes sense? Yes, perfect. So just know that you can use that meditation. It doesn't have to be long meditations, but just Mm -hmm. short little pieces like this can help you shift your energy into that soul vibration and live more from that space. Now, is your husband still here on earth? My current husband is. Okay. Do you have a, a previous significant other on the other side? Were you married at the time? Okay, because he had me write down husband. And is dad on the other side? Yeah. Okay. And where's mom? She's here. She's with us. Okay. So I'm just kind of getting a hold of who is on your spirit team and who wants to come through. Who's the motherly energy? Is that grandma on the other side that you were really close to? And her husband is on the other side with her? Yeah, because um, they're both stepping forward. Um, yeah. They have the dog that they always love because, I mean, it's crazy. Like, I see them and they're just so attached to this dog. This dog goes everywhere that they go. Well, my grandmother had these little chihuahuas and she was devastated when they died. But my grandfather, and I was just telling somebody this, her husband, my grandfather, always had boxers. 
but there was one growing up and I just told somebody about this stupid dog. <laughs> but my grandmother had those little chihuahuas. And those yeah. were her babies. Mm-hmm. They still are. Oh my goodness. On the other side, she doesn't go anywhere without them. She loved those dogs. Oh my God. That's yes. Incredible. Yes. You've also got a lot of angel energy too. So I want to kind of break this down for you one by one because uh, they're all coming in with different messages. Can you talk to me a little bit about how your husband passed? Because there's there's information that we need to go into there. Okay, that's fascinating. Well, as far as we know, he was at work and he was he was struck at work and was killed instantly at work. Okay. okay. Now, did you guys have children together? Well, he had a daughter. I had a daughter and I was pregnant. With his child? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. and so is that a girl that you brought through from him? Okay. So did he not get to meet her here in this lifetime? Because yeah. he talks about and he shows me him holding her on the other side. And there's something that happens, right? I mean, he didn't want to go. And I think that we can know this within our mind, but within our hearts, be mad. This and is, He didn't want to go. There is some speculation that he was murdered. Okay. Because a few days before he passed, he went to his brother and he told him that, you know, what if I'm not here? And he told him all this stuff about dying. And then the day before, he pulled me aside and said, what are you going to do if I die? And there were some gangster kind of people. He was a wonderful man, but he borrowed some money from the wrong people. Mm -hmm. So we always wondered if he was murdered because he came to his brother and he came to me and said, what are you going to do if I die? And I want you to act like this. I want you to do that. So it was, and I knew he was okay. But I've always had a little bit of stuff. (laughs) So even when we were dating, I, I dreamed his funeral. Mm. And it came true exactly his funeral day. The day he died, I didn't want him to go to work. I was like, you can't go. I'll never see you again. I mean, I was did not want him to go to work. Yeah. So I knew it was going to happen. I mean, you know, but you don't know. 100%. Yeah. I mean, there's something that happens in this world where there can be two opposing forces that we feel, but they're both truth within us at the same time. So let me explain that a little bit, because what he's coming through saying is that he didn't want to go. You know that within you. I do think that there was some foul play there. Did they let you see the body or did they not let you see the body? Okay, that night we tried to go to the morgue where he was because I was, I mean, I wanted to go really badly and they wouldn't let me in. But then after, you know, at the funeral, they did let me see him and he didn't look that bad. They, They got him where he looked pretty good. So, yeah, but they wouldn't let me go that day. Yeah, there was something with that tied into the whole piece of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, I think the harder thing is that there was a true bond there, right, between you and him. There was a very deep, a very powerful connection between you. And what Spirit shows me is that we can have those true soul connections from Mm -hmm. the other side, but that it doesn't mean that we come here with one soulmate and that when something happens to that person, that... That's it, right? And he's so happy for did you have another child after the child you and him you and he brought through? I have two more boys after 
with my current husband. Okay. Cause he's showing me that and he, he takes responsibility for helping you and your current husband come together. I, don't, I know that's true. Yeah. I know that's true. And let's see if he tells you, if you figure it out, but he's, well, he, he shows me a couple of different things, but what he's showing me right now is your daughter that you two share between you. And you know that love that you feel as a parent? I don't feel that he got the opportunity to really feel that with the first child that he yeah. had. And yeah. he felt it so powerfully from the other side with your daughter coming through, even though he was on the other side. Yeah. I mean, he loves you so much. He loves you both. His love for her is incredible. And he just wanted her to be safe and to be happy. And he makes me feel like the person that he brought into your life was brought in for a couple of different reasons. But one of those reasons was because he would truly see her as his own child. Yeah. And in some ways he does, and my current husband, in some ways he does not. They, when they were younger, they did not get along. Yeah. At all. They're yeah. fine now. Yeah. They're, and they work together and stuff now. It's really weird. The they work together in the same business? Yeah. What do they do? He owns a machine shop, so he does tool and dye stuff. And she's actually getting ready to buy into the company so he can retire. So Okay. And that's kind of like, I don't know if you should. Yeah. <laughs> they get along great now, but yeah. growing up, they did not appreciate each other at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, um, they really didn't. I feel like, are, are his boys involved in the business in some way? A little bit. Sort okay. of. My oldest boy works there sometimes, but they kind of really don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> yeah. Because what your husband on the other side is saying is that your daughter can really take it over if she wants. Yeah. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah. I'm hoping that she does. It's a good yeah. opportunity for her. Yeah. And she does really good with it. Like she's she really successful. She's yeah. very quick. Yep. Like that. Yeah. You know. I feel your fear when it comes to kind of her taking it over and just like, yeah, that right there. Um, <laughs> kind of like, oh God. Yes. But um, what he wants you to know is that it's okay. You know, like this is the right step. If this is what she wants, he wants her to go for it. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> She'll like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, is that the daughter who set up the appointment? Yeah. Okay. They're a lot alike. It's very strange. <laughs> they are really alike. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He's kind of coming over more towards what is it that you do? Right now, I don't really do a whole lot of anything. Uh, yeah. That's okay. I, have, I breed golden retrievers and I kind of am into showing the dogs and raising puppies and all that kind of stuff. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. But I really haven't quite, I mean, I never really found what I wanted to do. Yeah. With myself. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. And you know what? There's so much of what your angels are coming in saying is that you need to know that you're in the right place at the right time. Okay. Your soul is exactly where you're supposed to be. Let's go back to that where you were talking about you being intuitive because you're very intuitive. I can um, be. I Sometimes I turn it off because uh, for a while I was getting a lot of negative stuff. Yeah. 
and to like, I'm like, Oh God. So I just like, no, no, stop. Because, and I turned it off, you know, you can kind of turn it off and go, no, because some really nasty things were coming through. So, Talk to me about those nasty things that were coming through. I think it had more to do with the energy around teenage girls <laughs> and all of that. It kind of attracts that kind of thing. So there was actually, this is going to sound really crazy, but my current husband actually saw a lizard, a giant four-foot lizard in our house. And because <laughs> our, our little, the little boy, he was about two right then. He was terrified to go into his room. So one night he said, there's a monster in there. And I said, no, you're fine. So I put him to bed. He come tearing ass out of there and he was white. My husband went and said, I'm going to go look. He come out of there and he was white. I thought he was going to pass out. He said, I just saw a giant lizard come out of our son's room and walk through the wall and go out of the house. I'm like, what? <laughs> so wow. I, I know that sounds totally insane. And I'm, I've never heard anything like that before. But the man was white. Yeah. White. And yeah. still, if I bring it up, if I say lizard man, he will get goosebumps and turn white. <laughs> he said, don't talk about that lizard man. I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that actually goes back. I don't know if you watch any of the History Channel. I don't watch much of it. But mm-hmm. that actually goes back to a, a lot of conspiracy theory kind of of a lot I mean it's just so crazy but there I don't know but there was a lizard man and he said he will never sleep in that room again I know exactly what you're talking about and I know exactly what it relates to there are people who say and here's just the overall gist of this is that human consciousness you know Adam and Eve that that we were more like the monkey Neanderthal that was kind of more upright, but we didn't have the same type of conscious thought system as now. And that that was brought through, I guess you'd call it more by like aliens. I don't ever go into this. I just know some background information about it. And the, the aliens that like there are drawings of from the past and there are recordings of are lizard like. I don't know, but it's scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of, but when I really try, I can hear, you know, I, I can get things when I really want to. Mm-hmm. I can't, I'm kind of frustrated because I, maybe it's good or bad, but I really want to connect with my late husband a lot. And I can't, I can't always see him. Yeah. And maybe he's there, but I don't see him as being there. Yeah. And I always have dreams about him where I'm chasing him. Mm-hmm. He's always running away from me. Like I'll see him in the store in a dream and be like, yeah. what, what are you doing? Yeah. And he's gone off to a different life and I'm so frustrated and it's great. And I think that's just my own brain working. Yeah. Well, but, there's, there's some different information that's tied to this though, too. So as your current husband steps away, are you fearful of having too much time together? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, because... To be honest, I have struggled with whether or not to stay here. Yeah. And I don't know. So when you tell me that they're telling me, I'm just, I just need to stay here. No, they're not saying that you need to stay here. They're just saying that your path has been the path that your soul was supposed to be on. And that, and that you're not like you're supposed to, you, you didn't make any mistakes. That's what they're yeah. trying to say. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to your husband are you and him thinking of moving somewhere else to retire no but he wants to if you're getting that he wants to travel okay 
I don't want to travel. (laughs) I don't want anything to do with it. He wanted to go before all this virus thing happened. He wanted to go for a month to Alaska. And I'm like, oh, my God, how am I going to get out of this? Because I don't want to go to Alaska for a month. So (laughs) here it is. Oh, boy, we're not going to Alaska. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, he's not during coronavirus. Yeah. All these plans. And I'm like, I have zero desire to do any of that. Okay. So, perfect. I, so that that's where sense? that fear is coming in. Cause what your, your husband on the other side was showing me is this, um, fear in your heart chakra of, um, him and retirement, your current husband and retirement. So yeah. it's coming in with this whole travel piece. And here's the thing. If you look at your life as a pie, right, and your partner is a pie and your kids are a pie and your work is a pie and your hobbies, you know, you have all these different pieces that make you whole. You don't have to travel together for you to be whole or for him to be whole. There are different kind of group travel systems where he could go travel with a group and have companionship. And I know. Is that terrible? No. Because to me, I'm like, I don't want to go. He's always forever wanting to go on these trips. And I'm like, you guys go. You and you take the boys go. I don't want to. I'm a homebody. I don't like to go anywhere. (laughs) And I think it's better when homebodies do raise their hand and say, listen, I'm going to be on this trip. I'm going to be frustrated that I'm there. I'm not going to want to be there. Then it's going to bring you down. And then we spent all this money for a crappy time, right? No. So tell him, I love you so much. I will be here when you get home. Go have an amazing trip and travel and see the world. But I, I just, it's not within you. No, it's not. It, yeah. And what's really funny, though, I don't mind going for a couple of weeks, two weeks tops by, yeah. by myself. I'll go to dog shows for two weeks. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to go with you people. Yes. <laughs> no, I totally get it. You know what? I think women would be a lot better off if we did have that time more to ourselves. It would no. make we need our own energy. We need to be in that energy. So the message really that your husband is bringing through with regards to this is that it's okay, you know, and even if he maybe doesn't feel this way at first, I think you really have to drive home the point of, listen, if I go and I'm frustrated that I'm there, I'm going to be weighing you down and I don't want to weigh you down. I love you. Go. Go They, (laughs) They drug me all over the West. Uh, a couple times and I'm for like two, three weeks. I'm like, Oh my God, I want to go home now. Can we go home now? now? Yeah. Horrible. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's that open communication, right? And if you don't give that open communication, what ends up happening is that your throat chakra starts to get, you know, um, cloudy where um, you're holding energy there. So it's just about open communication. And you know what? Expect that he's probably not totally receptive to the idea at the beginning. Let him sit in it. Let him marinate in it. And he (laughs) will come around to that is probably a great idea. Yeah. I think so too. Just go. (laughs) Just go Go. have a great time. Yes. The same thing comes in. uh, Your, your husband showing me on the other side when he's home, you love raising your dogs. You love the work that you do and you don't have to give it up. Um, It doesn't feel like work for you. It's just love. And so 
you can still have your hobbies and you can still create boundaries with what's his time, what's your time, what's your time together, and what does that all look like. Before you hop into a conversation with him on this, he says, spend some time with it yourself and really go into it yourself and decide, you know, what do I want our days to look like? What, how do I want our weeks to be structured? When we go into a conversation not knowing what we want, it gives the other person the power to direct that conversation how they want it to go. And then it's frustrating to go back to the conversation a second time. So decide what you want first and then just verbalize it. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. That will, that, and that, see, that would work with him. That's kind of the way he works His mind works. Mm -hmm. So that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. He loves you so incredibly much, and I feel like you guys will be together again on the other side one day. He is talking more about your daughters who uh, your daughter who's here. Is she married? Sorta. <laughs> okay. They don't want to actually get married, married, and that's okay. That's but okay. They're together, and I don't. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I I say that they're married when people say ask. Do they have children? Because he's showing me a baby. She's pregnant. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's, this is her. So the guy she's with now, that's her, their second together. Okay. She has a little girl, nine months old, and then she's pregnant again. <laughs> That's awesome. He's so excited for her and he is so excited because the same love that I was talking about earlier that he feels for her from the other side, he feels for the grandbabies. Does she know if it's a girl or a boy yet? It's a boy. Yeah, because he's holding that little blue blanket. Yeah. It's a boy. It's a boy. It's a perfectly happy, healthy little baby boy. And... He's so proud of her. Will you tell her how proud he is? She manages everything with grace and she's got so much love in her heart and she's so kind and compassionate and strong and savvy. And he is. Like, My girl has it all. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's. Something he would say. That's something he would say. She does too. She's got Mm -hmm. it together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, He's really excited for her. How old is her her daughter? Because what he's showing me is that perhaps not looks wise, maybe her daughter looks a bit like her dad or her her partner, but personality wise, her daughter is to a T her. And (laughs) she's got two daughters. Oh, so she's one, two- one is five now. I yeah. always track because this is number seven. So it's like, how old are they now? <laughs> <laughs> now you've had two boys and he says that you felt this before. Um, your girls will challenge you. And sometimes your boys are just your unconditional love where they're there and they're just your babies <laughs> for forever. And yeah. Um, yeah. he's excited for her to ha- to have that in her life because he shows me like the future, you know, five, 10 years, 15 years down the road. And this baby boy is just pure unconditional love, right? Of just loving her to bits and pieces. I think we love all of our children equally, right? But like, we get different lessons from each child and we learn things from each child. And 
there's so much coming in. You know, you think your life is complete, right? And you think that you know all that there is and you think you your heart couldn't expand anymore. And yet he makes me feel like that's a part of this. And it's also a part of like a bigger spiritual awakening that she's going through because he just tied with light energy, your intuition, your spiritual gifts and hers that they were passed down from you to her. Yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no That's yeah. Great. Yeah. Oh my God. So, so we talked about your husband and your husband's kind of like, as I see him in front of me, he's kind of stepping to the side because your dad wants to come through okay. and your dad's talked a couple of times about mom. Does mom live near you? Cause he's, he's thanking you for helping her. He's thanking you for being that support system in her life. He yeah. he shows me that she has a couple of different, like you have a couple of siblings, but I feel like out of all the siblings, like you take more responsibility or you help more in some way. Well, I'm definitely there all the time. I mean, you know what I mean? She's yeah. right there. Yeah. Physically a couple of miles away. So yeah, yeah I try to do all I can. You yeah. Know. Was your dad a worrier? Like he makes me feel like when he was here, he'd have trouble sleeping at night because he's worrying. And um, he's got this worry about her and everything that's going on. And um, they were, they're both like that. She's a warrior and and she worries about everything. mm -hmm. If he did, he never really said anything. No, she never got remarried. No, he's only, he hasn't even been gone barely a year. Okay. Cause I don't, I always ask just for positive information, right? And I don't think that this is negative or positive. It's just um, what he's showing me. She's at a different point in her life of losing her husband than where you were at when you lost yours. And yeah, he, he just shows me like she won't. Not because he doesn't want her to. He wants her to be happy. She, she just, no. No, you're right. No. Yeah. yeah. No, no. She misses him terrible. Terrible. But- because yeah. they they were you know you you're around somebody so much yeah you're uh, that two peas in a pod just doesn't sum it up you are one another's energy it's the yin and the yang yeah. that makes you whole and she yeah. just doesn't feel that wholeness without him here no no yeah. it's awful for her but yeah there's nothing to do about it i mean there's no. nothing to do. yeah we just check on her all the time, <laughs> you know. And just love her. Yeah, that's all you can do is give her that love and that support. And did you tell her about the call today? Because he's saying that it's okay to tell her that he came through for her. And, you know, I know that this is a generic symbol, but I only will bring it through if they show me it three times that they really want it brought through. He's there with roses for her, but I don't know if she didn't like red roses because he comes in with like white and yellow. It comes with something different. Yeah. <laughs> she always took pictures of the flowers he always gave her. So that is, that's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So just know that he's right there. He doesn't leave her side. Um, no, I can't imagine he would, no. Did Mm-mm. she, does she have one of your dogs? Does she have one of the Goldens or did they have one of them together? No, they had a little blonde cocker spaniel. Okay. Okay. So it looked, you know, just a miniature golden cocker spaniel. 
Okay. That was blonde like mine. Yes. Yeah. Cause I'm seeing, is, does she still have that dog? Cause he's showing me this dog. Uh-uh. No, okay. but I have, he might be showing me that cause I've always thought about giving her one to have okay. with her, but I wouldn't, didn't know how she would take it. I yeah. think you might have to do the training for her of like potty training, getting her all, like um, the dog all broken. But I do feel like what he's trying to communicate is that it would be a good idea because. Because I've thought about it. Yeah. 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 Wait. So that's just him coming in to validate that thought for you. That's interesting. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think it'd be good for her. Mm-hmm. You know, I really do. It's just love. I mean, even through this whole coronavirus, A, my dogs know. My dogs look at me and they are like, what's going on? Yes, there's something's off. They know it's off. They can't figure it out what is off. Um, But they have been more cuddly than ever. Like they know that that's needed right now. You know, what's interesting is a friend of mine, she also raises golden. She said the dogs, the animals are acting different. Yeah. Even like she's really into nature and mm-hmm. all that. And she said, even, you know, raccoons and birds, everything's acting different. Yep. She said, I don't know what it is. They know something's up. They know something's up. Well, and, <laughs> and I think more than anything, it's a return for all of us back to our own energy. Yeah. And it's a return back to their own energy too. And that's where our joy is, you know, because yeah. our own energy, like back to what we were saying, our, that soul energy is love, joy, peace, bliss, ease, and grace. And you're right. I think they're all feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. Some, they know something's up. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Your your dad is saying too, was he sick? How did he pass? He showed me the heart. It was his heart. He had a heart attack and then they found that some damage. So they operated on him and he died the next day. He was fine, he, you know, and he just collapsed and just like that. Yeah. Okay. So um, it, he, he's showing me too. Um, so you didn't get the opportunity to say goodbye because he wants you to know. He makes me feel like you either wrote a letter or you talked to him after his passing and yeah. kind of said those goodbyes yourself and he wants you to know he was right there with you as you said that and I feel like you thanked him for being that steady force in your life and that steady presence and he said he said you have always made me proud and you you always will and he said I just need you to know how much I love you and just like he is always around your mom his energy as a soul is omnipresent now so there's never a time that he won't be with you that's interesting <laughs> yeah 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 he would say that <sighs> that's sad yeah we miss him. Mm-hmm. He wants you to know what the other side is like. It's not scary at all. You know, uh, the only way that I can describe it is whereas we have this one earth over there, it's like it's multiple different layers or different realms that like with a snap of a finger, you could just be right there. And he's at this place that I call home base on the other side. Does he have a brother okay. over there? Cause he's bringing forward. Uh-huh. Okay. Cause he's like, his parents are there, his brothers that, you know, he's got friends over there. He's got a lot of people and it's so hard for them to describe this, but they need us to know that because your soul too is omnipresent. And so is mom's your higher self 
is already there, right? There's yeah. a part of you that stays there. And it almost feels just like for them, like this glass wall because you're there too and you are connecting with him. And so is mom. You're just not conscious of it right now. Yeah. Oh, and, I don't have that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think when you sleep, I think your soul goes off somewhere. 100%. Yeah. I'm sure it does. Yes. <laughs> you had visitation dreams of him? Not of him, but of other people. Did they take you to a farmhouse? Because as they're showing me that dream, they're showing me this like big wraparound porch farmhouse. It's, I have what I call my house dream. Yeah. And sometimes it's scary that I can't ever figure out why it's scary, but it's always basically this, <laughs> this house dream that I'm in this house. I'm like, what is this? it's very weird. I, I you almost think that that house represents your life somehow. But what does the house it's look always like? Always a great big old house. Yeah. Does it and have the wraparound porch? Yeah, it's got a big porch, but it kind of rambles. The house just rambles. It's so, weird dream. So see if your subconscious is placing the fear on it. And before you go to bed one night, ask your dad and ask God to take you to your home on the other side. Because as they show it to me, each of us has our own house on the other side. And we can go there in dreams too, to see it and to spend time there. So what your dad showed, yeah. (laughs) what your dad is showing me is that he can take you there on the other side and there is no fear there. It's just love. It's the highest vibration of love. So ask God to remove any subconscious fears that you have. So you only feel the love with the house. But if you imagine being on the other side at your house and you're in the subdivision, it's like mom and dad live on the same street, brothers, (laughs) sisters, kids, partners, your entire soul family is just all in the same spot. Yeah, that's interesting. Because it's weird. It's always basically some of your human stuff comes through in dreams too, but it's always basically the same house. Yeah. And I'm always fascinated by it. I always want to go explore this house, you know, and it's it's a weird dream. Yes. Yes. Well, that's what he's showing me. So (laughs) play around with that and let me know how that goes. Okay. Keep me updated on that. That's crazy. (laughs) Yes. So dad's talking about retirement and, uh, the, the, I'm asking him what other messages he wants to bring through because I want to get to grandma and I want to get to your angels too who are kind of standing there patiently. Dad is saying, you have a beautiful life here, right? And you have been through so much and you're not going anywhere, right? You still have a lifetime to be with your grandbabies and to be with your puppies. He, he says, spend more time within yourself on what do I want? Because that's the only way when you can spend time with what you want and with what you need, that's the only way that you can voice it. If we don't know what we want and we need, we can't communicate it to other people. So he said, The rest of your life here is not about growing older, uh, you know, feeling the the old, you know, or aches or pains within the body. He said, that's not what this next chapter is about for you. He said, it's about living in joy, which you've done a lot of, but he wants to bring that in more and more into your life. Live in joy. So. 
<laughs> I got to tell you why he's saying that. Yeah. Tell because me. Lately, lately, I've been feeling like, oh, my God, I do not want to be old. Mm. Because I've got something systemic wrong. We're trying to figure out. And they think it's like lupus. So <laughs> I hurt all the time. And so lately, that's been weighing on me. Like, oh, my God, I feel so uh, all the time. Yeah. All the time. So that's why he said that. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. That is interesting. The other thing that would be good is for you to see God energy just pouring in as like a waterfall of pure white light over your body. And I want you to imagine that when that white light touches every part of you and moves through you, any of the pain, any of the low vibrations shift into just love energy, pure health energy. Okay. The imagination is an energy tool that we have to learn how to use. And that's one way that we can learn to use it yeah. is by switching what we're seeing within ourselves. So instead of feeling like, oh, I hurt, I hurt, seeing yourself as, nope, I'm going to take a shower in God's white light. I'm going to restore my body to full health. Yeah, because I've been focusing on that. Every part of me hurts, uh, you know, all the time. So it's, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, it's hard for me to get out of that. So that's very helpful. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. He loves you so much. Sometimes people say, well, Julie, is it praying to my parent on the other side if I talk to them? Right. And it's not praying. It's just simply, it's just simply communication that God wants you to be able to still have with your dad over yeah. there. Right. And you had yeah. asked earlier, do you still want to know how to communicate more with your husband on the other side? I really do. And <laughs> I don't know if does that bot does that bring them down when you do that? Because I mean, I'm sure he's off doing other things and he's got other things to worry about or whatever he does over there. <laughs> yeah. No, but, that's I okay. Mean, he's been gone for <sighs> I'm gonna start crying. Twenty nine years. And I think about it every day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Did we do the meditation at the beginning? Mm -hmm. Okay. So meditation doesn't have to be long. It's just short and quick, right? Opens up your crown chakra where you start feeling energy right here above your head. And from that space, what you're going to do is imagine him. Once you're feeling that up here, imagine that he is right there in front of you. See what it would be like to run up and give him a big hug. What does he smell like? What does his hair feel like? What does his clothes look like? Or what does his clothes feel like? Flannel? Does he have a flannel shirt? Oh, my God. Because I'm like going up and I'm giving him a hug as you, your energy. And I'm like, what does his shirt feel like? Flannel? (laughs) I regret giving away his favorite shirt. Mm. And I wish I would have kept that shirt, but it was flannel. (laughs) No worries. No worries. Oh, wow. When you see and feel those details of them, it's as if you are knocking on his door on the other side and calling his energy to you. And once you do that and he's right there and you see him in your imagination, you just say, I need to spend some time with you. Can you spend some time with me? And of course, he'll be right there to spend time with you. And what you can do is it's called automatic writing. 
take a pen right? and a paper and just write out a question. Doesn't have to be about your life. Doesn't have to be about your daughter or your grandkids. It could be like, what are you doing on the other side? Or what is the other side like? Or whatever it is, write the question and then write the answer as dictation. So some people say, well, am I just letting my pen go wherever? No, it's like 1950s taking dictation for somebody else. Whatever you hear, it doesn't sound like his voice. It sounds like your own internal dialogue. So just write down whatever comes to you and know that that is him. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. He was one of these people that when I, I got, when we, when I met him, he came into the room and I was like, Oh, whoa, (laughs) you know, I recognized him. Yeah. So I called my best friend. I said, I just met my husband. I just met him. Wow. I'm going to marry him. I mean, I recognized him. So it's really weird. That's how deep we were connected. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do. I do know. That's how I felt about my husband on our second date. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's weird. You just know. You just know. What I want you to know with that automatic writing is that it's hard for you to process what you're writing and to channel at the same time. So when you ask the question, you have to channel through the answer and take that dictation, then go back and read it and process it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm going to try that and see what happens. Yeah. I feel like your husband, did you stay in contact with his parents and is his dad on the other side? His dad passed away. Yeah. Cause he's, he's pulling his dad through and it's almost like your, your father-in-law just comes through to say hi. And they make me feel like you kept the relations up between after your husband passed and they're just very grateful for that and, and all that you were able to do. Your grandmother wants a second to be able to step forward. She's just so sweet. Was she shorter? She's very short. Teeny tiny little lady. <laughs> yeah. But she always said, I'm 10 feet tall. I feel 10 feet tall. <laughs> yeah. Short yeah. but strong. Short but mighty. So she very comes much. through with your grandfather and um, they just need you to know that they're a part of your spirit team on the other side and that they're there for you. Now, is this your mom's mom? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because she comes through kind of with that same message as your dad as they're watching out for mom right now. You've ever heard that term, like, give it to God, right? It's just about releasing the heaviness within your auric field, within your chakras, within your physical body. When you worry about mom, you know, you worry about her getting sick, right? Um, And so when you recognize that and you're aware of that within your body, you're able to then just say, God, I, I can't, I can't do anything. I am not in control. So God, here it all is. Here's all the heaviness. You just take it and dissolve it. We can do that with God and, and know that your dad on the other side and your grandparents are right there helping with whatever you ask God to help your mom with. Yeah. Good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) And you're right. You just have to just let it go. Yeah. 
I don't know what this means exactly, but uh, it's your grandparents bringing this through. I don't know if it's a car in the past. I keep seeing a couple of different cars, but I don't know if there was something particular to them. I keep. I have to think about that one. Oh no! Yeah, keep seeing like uh, I don't know if your grandfather liked cars, but did he always drive trucks? My my dad's dad was a truck driver. Okay. Okay. And is he on the other side? Oh, yeah. Okay. Know that that's him coming through as just saying hi, okay, from the (laughs) other side and and needing needing to be recognized. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I can see that. Yeah. When it comes to your angels, you have a lot of angel energy surrounding you. And when I pray, I don't pray to my angels. Sometimes I talk with my angels, but I always direct my prayer to God and ask God to direct my angels. But you have a lot of Archangel Gabriel. They call him Gabriel in the uh, Bible, but I really see Gabriel as being a female angel. So I call her Gabrielle. You have a a lot of Gabrielle with you. You also have a lot of Raphael energy, Mm. Archangel Raphael. Yeah. Well, something's going on because I keep seeing these repeated numbers all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this all about? (laughs) So, I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah. Do you? Do you do energy work with your dogs? Because as I'm talking about Raphael, he's coming through. And Raphael doesn't just work with the physical body of humans. He works with the physical health of animals too. And animals can hold energy. And I feel like you work with your dogs in an energy healing way. And you could develop that more if that was something that interested you. That would be interesting. I find those dogs to be incredibly intuitive about things. And yeah. And they see the spirits come around in and out of the house. That house is just weird. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on in that house. But they'll just, you know, oh, hi. You know, they know when yeah. they're showing oh, yeah. up and going, hello. So yep. when dad's there, when your ex-husband or when your husband's there, when, yep, they see it. My dad's dad, my dad's grandma is there all the time. And I'm like, yeah, she slams doors and things upstairs. I know she is. Yeah. You can always ask her to stop if it's too much. I've tried. I said, you know, just quit that. (laughs) (laughs) If you ask her. She still thinks it's her house. That's what it is. Yeah. If you ask her and and it doesn't stop, just go directly to God and ask it to stop. (laughs) Okay, I will. Bypass. We just think it's it's funny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. Are there any questions that you have? The only other person I kind of want to talk to is my cousin. I had a cousin that passed and I just wanted to know that she's still around. She always prom. I saw her before she died. Actually, she was in a coma and it was bizarre because everybody she was close to had the same dream. Mm -hmm. And I said, it wasn't a dream. She was really there. Yeah. Because she told us that she, she was given a choice. You can stay here and be on a ventilator (laughs) forever or you can go and she decided to go yeah and then the next day we found out that that's what it came down to yeah that's what they told her mother yeah so it was very strange but that's not the first time that I've seen that yeah say that again we were really close she was like my sister yeah 
So I, I think about her all the time. Yeah. I don't really feel her energy and all I can give you is what I see here, feel or get a knowingness of. But when it comes to her, um, your grandparents on the other side are saying that she is okay. I feel like there was grandparent energy with her when she transitioned yeah. to the other side. And they make me feel like she's kind of off in a different space doing work. She is. She's doing. Yeah. See, that's what she told us. She came and visited all of us for like a year. And on on the same day for all of us, she said, I'm not going to come around anymore. I'll be there when all the family gets together. Yeah. She said, but I have to go. Whoa. And she's like, whoa. Yeah. Gone somewhere else. That's what she said. She said, I'm gone. I'm She's way far away somewhere. I don't know what she's doing. Sometimes but we can actually go take on different lifetimes in different places, too. So it's possible that she did some work like that, but I can't access it. I can access the information about her through your grandparents, but her energy isn't physically there. No, no, I, you're right. But was she there? I always kind of got the sense that she was there with, with my husband when he went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think she was. Yeah, definitely. So. He had other people there, though, too. He had a lot of other oh, people there. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. I hope we get to do this again. Oh, me too. I feel better. I feel, I feel lightened up. Does Good. that make sense? Oh, perfect. Yes, that's exactly what we want. <laughs> okay, honey. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Friends, if you'd like to hear from your angels and loved ones on the other side, book a one-on-one session via phone, FaceTime, or Zoom. You can also work with me one-on-one when you register to take the Angel Reiki School online to develop and use your own unique spiritual gifts. If you're just looking to be able to connect with your own personal angels, the Angel Communication online course will teach you how to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly. Friends, if you get benefit from this podcast, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and ask a friend to listen. Don't forget to look in the show notes to see the winner of this month's free drawing. You're entered into the drawing when you write a five-star positive review and email it over to us so that we know how to contact you when you win. Now, if you have time, I want you to pause and do some energy work with me for a moment to lighten, clear, and reset your own energy. To start, I want you to take two deep breaths. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Deep breath in, deep breath out. Friends, as I walk you through this, I want you to use your imagination as an energy tool. Friends, your imagination isn't something that's not real. Your imagination is what every human being uses to create physical reality. How does a painter know what to paint? How does a sculptor know what to sculpt? How does a writer know what to write? They see it all within their mind, within the imagination, before it flows through them and is created within physical reality. Friends, I want you to start by seeing yourself surrounded by thousands 
thousands of angels. These are all angels that work directly for God and they circle around you. They have this light, airy, warm, yummy presence to them. And my friends, they are simply pure love and they radiate their love from their being to yours. I want you to take a moment to just breathe deeply in and out as you see and feel the presence of all of these angels surrounding you, sending their love and light energy to you. Friends, next, I want you to see yourself surrounded by your loved ones on the other side. Your angels haven't gone anywhere. They're still right there, but now steps in your loved ones on the other side. Greet them. Welcome them. Take a moment within your imagination to give them the biggest hug and kiss. Friends, as we do this healing work together, I want you to see that every single being that is surrounding you is just surrounding you because they are connected to God and they want to help you as a soul here on earth to lift your energy, to make it lighter, to take any heaviness out of your aura, chakras, and body. In order for them to help you with this, what I want you to do is voice to them. See yourself in your imagination telling your angels, your loved ones on the other side, God energy of course is there too. Tell them what you are afraid of. I want you to be specific and explain your fears to them now. Now, friends, I want you to see your loved ones and angels on the other side comforting you, holding you, wiping away your tears. I want you to see them telling you that you're going to be okay. Your family is going to be okay. 
I want you to see them showing you in their way from the other side that they are there helping you every step of the way and that they will never ever leave your side. Friends, I want you to see or feel God energy, this pure white radiant light pouring down from above over you. And as you feel this pure love and light, this gentle waterfall just pouring over your head, filling your body, filling your auric field to the outside of you, filling every inch of your being around you. I want you to feel that as this light energy comes in, the highest vibration that is as it gently pours into your being, I want you to feel how all the heaviness within you just releases. With the snap of your finger, God takes every ounce of heavy, low vibrational energy within you. And with that snap of the finger, God turns all of it into the highest vibration, love, light energy. Friends, I want you to imagine within your imagination, your DNA strand. Now, the way that spirit shows me the DNA and what it looks like is if you could imagine that double helix and that within that double helix are millions or billions of doors and windows. And those doors and windows open and close. And as they do, some serve your highest health and good some do not. What I want you to do is say this prayer with me. My friends, this energy work does not have to take a lot of time. You're going to hear me say, use the snap of your fingers because within that snap of the fingers, your intention shifts the energy within your body. So you can say it, but please believe it. Know like you know like you know within your heart that you are changing the energy, the frequency within you to be pure, complete health. So say this little prayer with me now. God, please close all the doors and windows to my DNA that don't serve my highest health. With a snap of your fingers, see those doors and windows close. And God, please open all the doors and windows to my DNA that do serve my highest health. See those doors and windows open with a snap of your fingers. What I want you to do now is see yourself healthier than ever come September of this year. Daydream, visualize about what that health looks like and feels like to you within your body come September of this year. Take a moment to do this work right now and I'll come back to you with my voice in one minute.
Friends, I want you to believe like you believe like you believe that you, your family, your friends, you are protected. You are safe. You are secure. Your angels are looking out for you. God is looking out for you. Your loved ones are looking out for you. See yourself as healthier than ever come September of this year. Now I want you to pray with me for a moment for everyone else. God, please protect our nurses, doctors, and all healthcare professionals around the world. God, may you give each of them strength and protect them. God, please also protect all people who work in grocery stores, food service, or delivery. God, may you give each of them the strength and protection that they need. For all people who are suffering from COVID-19 themselves, God, may you take care of them and heal all who are able to be healed. Surround them with your divine protection. Surround them with angels and help every cell within their body to become completely 100% healthy again. God, for every person who has lost a job or had their income reduced, please clearly show them the path to healing, safety, security. Whisper to them in their hearts the direction that you would have them go. God, for every child on this planet, please help them to receive the attention, love, nurturing, and care that they so desperately need. God, please surround them with angels and allow them to feel the divine presence of your love and warmth. For those filled with hatred, God, we ask you to transmute that hate within their hearts into love energy, and we ask you to open up their hearts to make shifts and positive changes to help them raise their vibration. And everyone who is helping with the COVID-19 effort or response in some way, God, please be with each person who needs your strength. Clearly guide them and protect them with whatever they need at this time. Friends, finally, I want you to visualize Thanksgiving of this year. I want you to take a moment of silence to experience this daydream within your mind. See every single family member and friend and loved one there at the dinner table. See them happy, healthy. Feel the gratitude of this Thanksgiving beyond any other Thanksgiving in the past. Gratitude for being all together. Gratitude for all being healthy. Gratitude for the lessons learned. Gratitude for the relationships that grew deeper and the love that is between you all. Again, my friends, see your spirit team on the other side telling you that you are going to be okay. See them helping you. My friends, God loves you. Your spirit team loves you. I love you. Open up your heart like French doors to all of the unexpected blessings that they're trying to bring into your life right now. May you go forth with your day feeling lighter and living in the high vibration that is God. Go forth in your day surrounded by angels and your spirit team on the other side protecting you. Allow yourself to just be. Allow yourself to live in the high vibrational frequency that is God and carry it with you throughout your day. Friends, I have to have a disclaimer at the end. This podcast is to educate, inspire, and entertain you on your personal journey towards health and happiness. 
It is not intended to replace care best provided by qualified professionals, and it is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.